calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody? I'm Noah Daniels, and we're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. And I'm JJ Crable, and this week our guest is our good friend Julia Jones. So, Hi. Hey, Julia. Thanks for coming on. You're um, welcome. Would you like to introduce yourself to our uh, audience? Sure. Hello, audience. I'm Julia Jones. Uh, I know JJ and Noah both from improv and acting. And I'm very honored to be here because I am a total woo-woo witch person who is really into metaphysical stuff, like on a very like weird level because I'm an actor and I think actors all are like into weird metaphysical stuff. Oh, man, we were just talking about how we had, wish we had more witch woo-woo on. So. <laughs> yeah. Now when you say witch, are you, do you identify as Wiccan? Or? No, okay. no, 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 no. I am very like white girl about it. <laughs> I'm uh, just someone who, I don't know, like witchy good vibes, like gotcha. into, yeah. It's more like a spirituality thing, but not really. Yeah, not, yeah. I mean, I should probably shouldn't be joking about it because I know there are people who identify with that. But I know I am someone who was raised pretty conservatively and I had a lot of issues with the religion I was raised in and I kind of lost a little bit of my spirituality in growing up and feeling kind of, I don't know, disillusioned by the institution that I was attending. And uh, anyway, spirituality, like uh, the woo-woo stuff, my friend Sheila, who's an astrologer, she kind of got me back into believing that in energy and understanding like that there are things that we don't see or can't tap into with our eyes that that we experience and it was just helpful so do you believe in astrology i don't know i love it my friend uh sheila like i used to work at a cafe called cafe jonah in the magical attic and the upstairs was 
literally a magical attic where it was a metaphysical bookshop and you could get psychic readings, tarot readings, palm readings. And the woman who owned it or like ran it upstairs, her name's Sheila Polstein. She has her own astrology business. Again, I'd like been raised conservative Christian, didn't really know what I believed in anymore when I got that job. And she gave me readings that were like spot on. Actually, I have a reading with her on Thursday. (laughs) Yeah, she just taught me to be aware of my own energy and how we're energetic beings and we affect each other and like can feel and give off certain things, which makes sense to me. So I like to believe in astrology. And what is a, a reading like? What is that process like? So she, what's cool about Sheila is that she's an intuitive astrologer. So she plugs in all your information. It's, you know, where the stars were lined up on your birth time, what hemisphere you were born in, where exactly in the country you're born. She types it into this program that can pull up that chart, like the zodiac chart Mm -hmm. of where the stars were lined up and read it. But what's cool about her is that when she reads it, she also can is into it into it intuitively read off of the chart other messages that aren't there that aren't just like Hmm. typical I've studied astrology so I know what this means like she receives messages um, by looking at the chart and if you don't mind me asking when she has intuited it into it I think into it is like right I've intuited if you know how (laughs) the correct conjugation that we're trying to say please Email podcast at gmail.com. Did oh. I mention I'm an actor? <laughs> uh. But what um, would you be willing to share something she's told you that you felt like was spot on? Yeah, so I've had several readings with her since, you know, because I got had that job when I was 24. I'm 32 now, so it was a long time ago. And the first reading, she just was like, hey, I'd love to give you a reading for your birthday. I'd never done anything like that before. I was kind of scared, honestly. I was like, what What does that mean? And she's like, I just want to like, you know, help you out. And within the first five minutes, she told me stuff that I had struggled with, but could never formulate into words. She like succinctly pinpointed some of the biggest things I've like needed to overcome or themes in my life within five minutes and she it felt like she saw right through me and I immediately began crying my friends who I'm really close with that I give readings to for their birthdays same exact experience Hmm. yeah like you know Billgrad Jessica Mm Billgrad I got her a reading for her birthday and like she wanted me to be I was like are you sure and like immediately she was like okay here's a thing and Billgrad was like girl like it's just like immediately (laughs) So like, she's pretty powerful. I know that, you know, people high up like in the CIA and, or I don't know if it's the CIA, FBI, people, investigators have like worked with her for cases and stuff. Really? I yeah. thought you were going to say they're watching her, keeping an eye on her. <laughs> no, no. She's had like people that, you know, are in professional fields of like investigative stuff wow. where, that have ha- come to her to like ask what her into. So is she a works. psychic too or is it? Is she, I would say psychic probably because she, when she looks at your chart, she also can like feel or get messages from it. Oh, wow. Which is pretty cool. So this magical attic sounds like <laughs> a pretty uh, important place for kind of developing your ideas on spirituality. In terms of ghost encounters, had you experienced kind of supernatural encounters before having like opened yourself up? 
to that or was it really after that kind of magical attic? I've I always I guess filtered it through Christianity and and through this like kind of, you know, conservative interpretation of the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if any of the experiences I had were a spiritual experience because I always just associated it I think with like my faith right. maybe and not oh this is a, a woo woo moment or something that I can't explain or extraordinary. I don't think I had anything like that. Gotcha. I guess was your faith open to ghosts? Was it just the Holy Ghost? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's weird. My parents especially my dad are both pretty liberal minded. Like they're both Democrats. They're both Mm -hmm. uh, very progressive when it comes to ideologies of like human, like human rights and money. And, but my mom a little bit more so was just very traditional. You go to church every Sunday. It was part of youth group. It's not that they were like, no, it's just, I think, it wasn't ever brought up really. Like yeah. I wasn't really exposed to that. So I don't think I thought about it, ghosts. Like, and I think it was brought up maybe in Sunday school or with my friends. It was probably like, no, that's not real. What has since made you convinced that, that ghosts are out there? Again, when I was working at this place, Cafe Jonah in the Magical Attic, there were events that used to be hosted at Cafe Jonah. And one of them was this lady who actually Uh, You can look her up. Her name's Jamie Butler, and she's a medium. And there's this paid event at the cafe after it closed that was a private, you know, organized thing where people paid tickets to come and hear this medium talk. She's very expensive, very, like, well-known medium who's, like, traveled all over the world for Mm. this. And the tickets were, like, really expensive. And my friend Sheila was like, hey, would you like to come in for free and watch? And I was like... Uh, I knew it was kind of like a cool opportunity, and but I was also scared because I thought, I was like, medium, like, what if, I don't want her talking to anyone that's dead, or I don't want to, like, bring in a weird thing that I wasn't asking for or looking for. It's kind of scared me, right? Yeah, like, absolutely. I don't know, someone who claims that they talk to the dead or the unseen yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and then, like, relay really personal messages. Yeah, and in a public space. Right. Yeah. And I was a little less open-minded at that point. I think I was only, like, again, like, 24. So I was, eh, what? My only experience was, like, Christianity. And, I'm like, this is where, summoning the devil. Like, all the, like, bad things you think. So I was like, uh. But then, you know, my curiosity won out. And I went and I sat with my friend Sheila and she's like, yeah, you just have to sit and watch. And it was really fascinating because she kind of gave a little spiel at the beginning. That, and she looked like a total like suburban mom. That was another thing. I was like expecting this, ooh, I'm gonna channel. And this, this like woman. Like <laughs> Yeah, like just like, she's like an all white, super beautiful blonde. Hey, hi, hi, how are you? Would never guess in a million years that she is a medium as a profession, right? Uh-huh. So she like came up to the front and kind of just let everybody know that like when she's channeling, when she's in spirit, spirits take over her that she won't really afterwards be able to answer questions so if you have questions in the moment you need to ask them right then and there Hmm. because after she's out of spirit it's just jamie and she was the conduit right she wasn't present for whatever interactions Mm. were happening which also kind of wait so she's saying she doesn't remember anything that happens when she's like no no once once she's in spirit 
it's the spirit her spirit has left and wow. another spirit is in so she's not as jamie she's not someone who's going to be able to be like mm. oh yeah that moment when this was happening let me explain that right as long as there's consent i guess that's okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she you know does it and and it was like really weird because she closes her eyes and like she so she had three different spirits that came in the last one was the spirit that uh, is this older woman named Grace, who's British, actually. When, you know, this room full of people are asking questions and anytime she, her eyes were closed and anytime someone would raise their hand, her head like would turn in that direction with as if she saw it. Oh. And would be like, yes, you, with her eyes closed, right? What? So it was like she was talking and moving with sight, but her, her body, her eyes couldn't see wow. what was going on. So she's answering all these personal questions. People are asking about loved ones. Everybody had asked something except for me in the room. Like people are getting emotional, like, and, I, and I'm still not sure how I feel about it. I'm like, wow, this is whatever it is. It's intense. It's powerful. So I got up the courage to ask something. And the day before this all happened, I, I've always struggled with like whether or not I should pursue acting because I kind of love hate acting. I don't care for actors. I think sometimes it's kind of a self-absorbed profession, but I love to act. So it's always mm -hmm. been this catch 22. And especially when I was younger, I was like very like, what am I going to be? So I was frustrated with the theater scene. I was like, I'm not going to act anymore. I'm just going to be designer. I want to do art. I don't, I don't want to act. And I was kind of going through like an emotional time with it and struggling. So that literally my proclamation in the world of like, I'm not going to act anymore had happened the day before. And it goes around to me to finally ask a question as this third spirit, Grace, is in her. And uh, I raise my hand, I'm just like, ask a generic, you know, like fortune telling question. I was like, like uh, is there such a thing as soulmates? If so, you know, how does it work? Not any, and she immediately with her eyes closed, stares me down and she just goes, are you an actor? And I was like, uh, yeah. She's like, for some reason, the guides around you want you to know that you shouldn't have quit. I was like, uh, Okay, and then that, and I'm just like feel like totally called out in front of a room full of strangers. She's like, "You are someone with an incredibly large personality and a very tiny voice, and you don't know how to use it yet." She's like, "But if you learn how to use it, you're going to change the world with your acting." She's like, "Your guides around you want you to know you should never quit." And then she literally goes, "Just for some reason, they just wanted me to tell you that." Uh, and yes, there are soulmates. You're gonna have three in this life. <laughs> and now by this Sounds point, like Grace has a sense of humor. <laughs> yeah, and by this point, I'm like crying because I had had this like really emotional like I'm done with acting. I hate acting. I don't want to do it. It's only selfish people. I just, what am I doing? How am I helping humanity? How am I being a good person? Because I really want to be someone whatever I do is affecting people in a positive way yeah. and feels like I'm making tangible change. And that's so personal to have in front of a room full of people. Yeah. Yes. Your undying question about it. I'll never forget. She just straight up and it's not like she saw me and could surmise like, oh, is she dressed? She looks artsy. Like it's not like she could read my energy. Yeah. Eyes closed. You quit. 
your guides want you to know you shouldn't have your goal. And that literally sticks to my, in my head sometimes when I want to give up of like, you will change the world if you, if you act, which sounds egotistical, but, but like, I don't know. It just made me. The spirits told you that. So. And and it. And at the same time, I mean, you are somebody that affects a lot of people often with what you do on a daily basis already. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. It just, I'll never forget. And she was in spirit. So that was a spirit named Grace that entered her body. And she mentioned that there were the energies of some of my family members that were watching out for me. It's a lot of pressure to put on you. (laughs) I know, right? Like, fuck, I got to act. I got to be an actor now. (laughs) I mean, Julia, you're really talented, but changing the world, that's that's heavy shit. (laughs) But she called it out too. I do struggle with... I, and you're seeing confident Julia who this was before I did improv. This was before, mm. before I became a lot more confident. And I still struggle with my self-confidence, but yeah. just this really big person, lots of inside, but I'm afraid to use my voice. And then I, I still like, even with TV film stuff, I'm not as aggressive as I should be because I'm scared and I'm like, oh, well, I don't want to be the center of attention or I, like I just do it for the art of it and like not being assertive enough. Um, so it's something I think I'm still like on a journey with, but yeah, that shit yeah. tore me up. I was like, what? Yeah. And yeah. Do you want to know another story? Yes. Well, I want to ask you a little more about, <laughs> but yes, I, I do. No, no, this is this exactly is what great. we want. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got chills during your story. Yeah. So. Really? Yeah. But yeah. I, I do have some questions. Of, I, she called them spirit guides. And then were these three spirits that talk through her are those her spirit guides or are those spirits are like attached to someone i think they're her spirits that she that that come in to help people okay so i think there's some of her spirit guides because one like talk specifically about like uh health and wellness and like answered like medical type questions like why did my husband pass away from this thing or that kind of thing and like one was more um Gosh, I, it was, I only really remember Grace. Grace was the one that kind of answered general questions about life, yeah. right? And she was just kind of this British one. Uh, she, and she was older. That, that was the crazy thing was that it's this woman who's, you know, in person, not an actor, not someone, is doing a spot on in the age of this like nine, I forget how old exactly, 90 something British woman named Grace. It was so specific. It's crazy. I looked her up on Instagram the other day. I was like, is she still doing this shit? Like she does private sessions for like hundreds of dollars. Wow. And what and is like, her name? Wait, Jamie Butler. Jamie Butler. Yeah. All right. Future guest. Well, yes. Future guest. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. She's some powerful stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mediums really fascinate me. We've had uh, a medium. The name, Her name is Teresa, who's kind of been a friend of the podcast, one of Kat's friends. She came on and shared a lot of stories with us where kind of like you described the level of sincerity and personalness with the stories. It's hard not to buy into it like almost immediately as she's talking about the stuff. You're like, okay, she's not a lot. Like it just, it just felt so real Mm -hmm. in the moment. Just the idea of like having to constantly deal with the dead as like another part of your personality seems so intimidating to me to manage that in your life. Well, something I've learned through, again, my friend Sheila, who's been my, like, shaman, (laughs) she, you know, 
talks about it being just understand, like it's not necessarily this like, oh, the dead or it's just people with gifts that can pick up on different energies like that, that we all come into the world having certain gifts of like certain energy that we're attracted to, right? That, that we latch on to that makes mm -hmm. sense to us and that some people just have a gift where they can read that energy. That's interesting. I also find like the older I get, I can recognize that energy or whatever in other people super fast to know like, oh, this is somebody I'm going to bond with yeah. really fast. You know, that's, I never thought about that. Yeah. yeah. So I guess, yeah, the ether, the things that we can't see, some people can tap into that. Yeah. And, but it's all right here just because we can't see it. The fact that we give off energy and we receive energy and that nothing can be created or destroyed. So it's floating around. Yeah. Some energy is great and leaves an imprint. I don't know. It's just really interesting to me, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm just mostly gas. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> so another crazy story is that uh, that same cafe I worked for, Jenny Levison, who owns Super Jenny. Mm -hmm. she's, oh, okay. she's the owner of Cafe Jonah. I love Super Jenny. Yeah. yeah. Cafe Jonah was named after her son, Jonah. And the magical addict, Sheila, was her friend that, oh, wow. you know, worked upstairs. So Jenny was one of the best boss I've ever had ever. She's awesome, super feminist, liberal, like fun, wild bohemian. She was a great role model for me in my early 20s to like discovering my inner like female power. And she, for my birthday, gave me a really nice expensive psychic reading from this lady that lives in Tennessee who's like really, I guess, famous, like hard to get on her list for my my birthday. And it was a phone reading. And it was like when I was still like super poor and had a flip phone. And so I'm like, oh, okay, I'll get the psychic reading over the phone, whatever. Same thing. The lady, she was like, okay, I'm going to like say a, like, you know, got like a prayer to like make sure there's protection, no energies come in, like, um, and that I channel in a good way, but she was like going to channel and same thing, write down everything because I won't remember what I said. Hmm. I was like, okay. Hmm. And uh, this is like, again, in a phase where I'm kind of figuring out my shit, but like didn't really know what I wanted to do. In acting, I'd only done drama, never thought I could do comedy ever. Oh, that's and I'd always been cast as like the ingenue or like the crazy girl or, you know, very, I, and I love dramatic roles, but mm -hmm. I never dabbled in comedy, never done improv. And uh, so she's like, okay, so I'm going to say this prayer. Once I do it, you're going to have to write down things. Okay. Okay. And she says a prayer. And then the first thing she says is improv is your wheel of fortune. And I was like, what? Improv? What the hell is improv? Like? <laughs> and she's just like... Also, Im improv in fortune? Yeah, 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 exactly. I'm still waiting for that to come true. But she's like, uh, improv, that is your, your, your purpose. Improv acting. Um, and she gave me all these specifics. Uh, the, you're going to be in the TV film industry. The market's going to move to Atlanta. Um, wow. And I'm like working at a cafe, like not knowing whether or not I want to do theater. Like I know none yeah. of this. And I take it this was before the market actually did move to Atlanta yes. then? Yes. Because yeah. the market is here. That yeah. prediction. And she literally is like, uh, you are supposed to be in comedy. You're going to write. 
She's like, you're going to be successful. She said, when you're 32, you're going to start writing something that's going to make you famous. I'm currently writing something with a group of writers that's really what I think is going to be the thing for oh, me, wow. which I'm really excited about. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, and I'm 32. Like just very weird. So I have all, I have a picture of it, I think, on my phone because I like to keep that uh, on. And um, I was like, afterwards, I was like, that's the weirdest reading I've ever gotten. What improv me? <laughs> What it was just so specific of like everything. Uh-huh. The next week, my boss is like, "Hey, Jules, uh, I'm doing. I got asked to do this theater show because she's an actress, Jenny Levison. I got asked to do this theater show. I get two tickets. You want to come?" And I was like, "Sure, yeah." I show up. Oh, I'm doing this thing called Armando. Uh, 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 so yeah, and I was like, okay, and I went and and I saw it, and I was like, oh my god, this is improv. What? Wow. And I met Claybo after the show and I was like, okay, universe. And I signed up for a show or signed up for my first class. And this is where I am. What has it been like for you to kind of see those dominoes fall from that prediction? Well, it's not, I I like, you know, I'm not living according to the prediction. I'm not trying to be like, okay, and then next, what am I going to, you know, it's very wow, you know, to look back on it and be like, Oh my God, that's crazy that she saw that. Like, cause improv is so niche. It's it's not like, oh, you're going to write like something generic that like everyone does. You know, it was like improv comedy is where you're supposed to make it. Where I hadn't even mentioned, it's not like she asked me, okay, what do you do? Act or she didn't have any context. Like she, that was the first thing she saw for me. So specific too. It was so weird. And it's crazy. And like now where I'm at and I just look back and I feel great. I'm like, yeah. this is really cool. It's yeah, really yeah. cool. And wow. I feel very, a lot of gratitude. Like, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. For our listeners who don't know, as we have many listeners outside of Atlanta, um, Julia is one of the best improvising performers in Atlanta. So for oh, that mm-hmm. prediction to come true, that's yeah. pretty awesome. And a teacher of improv. And so, a teacher. Yeah. yeah. Thank yeah. you. And a writer and an actor. Oh, no, oh, <laughs> I know, God, this is all, this is like, so basically two experiences that validated me as an actor. <laughs> I would love some uh, supernatural validation for my career choices. Yeah. So spirits, if you are listening, <laughs> like it's performance review time at my office. So <laughs> great time to just jump on in there and tell me what my career goals are. Oh, oh God. That's awesome. I, I feel like as a creative too, um, you know, we're probably a little more open to accepting information like that. But man, yeah. for it to be so so specific two different times, I mean, there must be something more than bullshit going yeah, on. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I feel like how I approach anything woo-woo is like, it serves a purpose, whether it's positive or negative. It's about what you react to and yeah. listening to yourself. So like for me, the fact that I immediately cried when that medium said that meant like there was a side of me that was like mourning the loss of like making that decision or mm-hmm. like that I maybe didn't really want to give up on acting. And maybe it was just cause I was like struggling and hadn't found my group or my people yet. Same as like anything I've done, like tarot cards. It's not like magic where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's here's your fortune. It's like, what do I feel when this is happening? And what does it validate in me? And sometimes there's just random shit like improv where you're like, whoa. And you know, 
I just, I can't explain that. That is kind of a cool, yeah. I like want to get that page framed. I have that journal. Uh, if I do make it. You can frame it next to your script, you know, when you. Yeah, like, I don't know. I do believe in like little magical things. Like I still have the check, my first check I ever got paid to do improv. Josh Warren's mom, Dottie Warren, (laughs) paid me 20 bucks to do an improv set at a park up in like Marietta or wherever the hell his family lives. (laughs) It was really cute. And it was like with my friends and it was the first time I got paid to perform improv and I carry it around in my wallet. It's a good luck token. Man, paid to be performed improv. That that sounds about as far out there as being... (laughs) Saving the world and everything else. Yeah. So were there things in in either of these psychic readings or or medium encounters that they said that you were like, maybe that might have been a miss? Or was it pretty much like all accurate? Well, the medium one was like wham, bam, like what I just told you. Yeah. I've had readings for sure where I'm like, whoa, that's off the mark. Like what? Um... It's always fun to write it down though. So Mm -hmm. like one time I got a palm reading by this guy that was like from uh, Mexico and he was like really exotic and like one of his eyes didn't work. (laughs) It was just like, like kind of like a pirate, you know, like just like this, like, and he read my palm and he gave me all this stuff where I was like, what? Like you're going to be working at an acting studio, managing children teaching it like comedy like teaching and i was like this was when again where i was like if i do anything outside of working at this cafe it will not be like that that i have no experience in that what are you talking about and that's just one that pops into my mind where during at the time i was like that's way off the mark i don't know what that guy was talking about and now i'm like Oh my That's God. That's you. And now, of course, you are teaching classes at a studio for child actors. Yeah. So sometimes it's good to like write it down because you don't, you know, you might look back and like, oh, wow. I'm just thinking about that story where they told you exactly what you were going to do. That's. I know. I'm going to, I'll look on my phone to see if I have the picture. I can't share it with viewers, but I might, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I might have like, cause I, I, I took a picture of it a while back. Just like, I don't know. You didn't know we have a studio audience here. <laughs> <laughs> Where Come are on they? Down. Do you guys have any other questions for me? Or like stories, ghost stories I need to tell? Or what? what you need to... Have any ghost stories you would like to share? I mean, I do have one, but it's like not cool. It's not like... What does that mean? It's like not impressive, I guess. What happened? Uh, I just was one time staying at my professor's house. She used to go like every summer on these long cruises with her husband and she paid me to like garden and take care of her cats and it was this old house in LaGrange just like an old shotgun house it's not a good story at all I had like a party spend the night one night over there because she had extra bedrooms and the faucet just kept turning on and off in the night. Oh, and I, it well, was my terrifying. faucet does that as well, <laughs> well your but it kept haunted. turning on and off Well, what do you think now? Are you uh, convinced when it comes to psychics and mediums? So we've had a couple people tell stories and we've had a medium come on our podcast. Um, Man, that is something that before we started the podcast, I would have said I was the least likely to believe because I hadn't experienced it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had uh, ghost experiences, which still not sure if they were ghost experiences even though that i touched one of them i guess i should believe but um, episode one yeah but i i um 
you know, I bounce back and forth on Ghost, but damn it, like, how do you, I'm a real proof of fact kind of person, and how do you argue against somebody telling you something in a room full of people as grace? <laughs> you know, like something that you can write something like that, right? Yeah. If you wrote that and I'd be like, oh, that's a little too on the nose, but you experience this. And then to not only experience it one time, but to experience it another time and then kind of see all these things unravel into facts. So, you know, I want to say there's got to be something to it. Um, it's And maybe it's something I'll try out. I was kind of closed off because I was real, I, I kind of have a, or I do have like a fear of death and I was always afraid that kind of like the sitcom-y, you know, or Harry Potter-esque where they're like, oh yeah, you're going to, you're going to die, you know? No, no, it's, it's really healing. A lot of the experiences I've had are like for good. Like, it's like, just like, this is where you're at in your life. Like you need to be like mindful of this or, you know, like, um, yeah, it's, it's very healing actually. I was the same way I was, and I'm very, I'm very left and right brain. Like a side of me is the the hopeful skeptic that's like cynical and like listen to reason. Where's the science? Where's the the math behind this? But there, you know, it is. It's uh, if you ever want my friend Sheila on the podcast, yeah, astrologer, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, she's very powerful witch, and it's and it's something I certainly want to believe in because ghosts can be like super fucking scary. But the idea that these people have answers to questions that we didn't even know we necessarily had or wanted to ask, like to me, there's something super sexy about that. So Mm. I would I would love to be able to you know experience that at some point. But what about you, JJ? Are you? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's it's like clearly worked for you um of, like, and i wasn't these... really seeking it out it was more yeah. just curiosity i wasn't like i feel you know there are people that do it like hoping to get an answer so maybe that's why it worked for me was that yeah. i was just kind of like open to an experience mm-hmm. well and the idea of you not doing those things that you're doing now it seems so crazy to me because i've only been able to see the fruits of the labor right i know the julia that didn't have to struggle to get or whatever you know i know you as this great improviser actor performer so the idea of you not doing that stuff seems so crazy yeah so. i was yeah. like working at a cafe like being like i'm not gonna act ever <laughs> yeah and i do think um i do think there's like a lot of scammers out there when it comes to to mediums or psychics so i think you know for any of our listeners who are wanting to uh, go visit a medium or a psychic. It's just really important to do your research, get recommendations. Um, but yeah, I don't know if it's like, uh, you know, I think there's people who are just incredibly, incredibly intuitive. Um, and whether that is intuitive on like a level of communicating with with uh, entities in, in the ether or whether it's just some like there people are just crazy good at at reading people and and being able to to know what kind of path other people are on. I don't know. Like both sound highly unlikely and kind of magical in their own rights and I'm I'm not sure what it is. Yeah. But. Well, I guess we have more investigating to do then, yeah. JJ. Ooh, that was a good note to end this on. Thank you. Yeah, all right. Well, guys, thanks for listening to another episode of the Real Hauntings Podcast. I'm Noah Daniels. And I'm JJ Crable. Ooh.
there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.